Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome. No, too loud. What? I mean, just your volumes, ladies and gentlemen. You're like six feet away from me. And when I spoke, it looked like I was yelling. (laughs) That was so loud. Jeez. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelio's podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Heidi. We had an idea. I, I reached out on Twitter because we have a young following, obviously, because of the girls. Um, so I asked Twitter, what are some of the things your parents or family do to embarrass you? But I'd like to ask you this question. And and I will tell you, I I think we should, <laughs> I think in a separate, maybe the girls will ask, we'll talk about this because I would love to know what they think we do to embarrass them because Charlie and Dixie have always kind of said that we don't embarrass them that much. And they've even used the term we're cool parents, which, you know, I mean, if that's how they feel, that's how they feel. I can't I'm not really, going to argue. I'm not going to argue. I mean, I don't consider myself, and I'm doing air quotes right now, right now, a cool parent. But I, my mom never really embarrassed me. No? Yeah. I think she, my mom was fun and the life of the party like you were never embarrassed like i think some kid like the parents aren't like doing things that are embarrassing the kids just get embarrassed because they don't want other kids to think it's embarrassing so one someone said that their dad will talk loud in public but why don't you share (laughs) the story about your dad when (laughs) He would go into a store and there would be like a Home Depot and there would be no one working for aisle after aisle. Okay. Now, I'll tell you the story. It's This story is legendary in our family. I don't even know if I was born yet, to be honest. We're in JCPenney in the Northgate Mall. If you're from Lafayette, you know it. Old school. And I don't even know what they're shopping for. So I have three older sisters and they were all there. I really don't even know if I was born yet. And... He could not find anyone to help them. I don't know what they were shopping for, but he's they're looking. Everybody's looking around for somebody to help them. So in the middle of the store, he shouts out, does anybody work in this store? So loud. My sisters could not find places to hide fast enough. And we they've we've all laughed about that story because if anyone knew my dad, like he's quiet, like he was not a loud guy, a center of attention guy. And it was just, he was just, probably had a little, uh, he, they were probably, he doesn't like to be late to things. So I am assuming they were 
doing, gonna run in quickly, grab something, and go. And that did not happen. So he kind of like, uh, well, needless to say, he they had a lot of people there to um, to help them in the store, and it worked. But you know what I want to say that I think something that you did that might have embarrassed the girls, but. It wasn't even major. When we would go, when we would drive down South Norwalk um, and you would crank rap music, like when they were younger, they would sink down into the seats and they're like, Dad, what? Oh, I am doing that now to Charlie when we drive, when we do those Melrose rides in Melrose. I wave at the tour buses, the people that oh. are like, that they're like, uh, dr- I aggressively say it and I wave, like, not because they know who we are and they don't know who we, most of them are looking for, you know, Brad Pitt, not yeah, Mark and Charlie, but I'll, I'll wave and, and I'm like, hey guys, how are you? Yeah, because there's no top on those yeah. buses and they're all just like sitting right there. That's so, so funny. Abby on Twitter, who her Twitter handle is at Dixie Adore, said, um, my dad dances when he's walking back to the car. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know if I would dance back at the car. Oh, wait, this is a very embarrassing one. Okay. This is, um, Becca. Uh, my most embarrassing thing my parents do is whenever we're out shopping and my mom or dad sees a boy, they say, Oh my God, look, Rebecca, he's going to be your future husband. Oh, embarrassing. That's so funny. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Oh, wait. Camilla? This one's kind of funny. She is Chickson. And Sorry. then she said... Posts about us on Facebook. That is, we do parents post about their kids oh, on Facebook. Yes. And then we'll meet, they'll meet the adult, like Dixie and Charlie will meet the adult and they'll say, and they'll go, hi, Dixie, hi, Charlie. I know about your, I see all your parents posts about you guys on Facebook. It's like, yeah, yeah they, that is parents it. do. And with cool things that kids aren't on Facebook, but that was so like, they don't really know how embarrassing it is for them. Yeah, but they it would is be really they would be mortified because like it's just a place for parents to go and gush about your kids, and the kids are like, "Oh my gosh!" But we've been that they would get embarrassed by that long before they were like in, big in social media. Uh, every time I do something, she takes a picture of me and shows it to the whole family. That was a seal. Oh, so funny. 
These are so good. It's a lot of singing or dancing and being and being loud. That's what I think. I get that too. Charlie, who do you think gets more embarrassed, Charlie or Dixie? I think I think Dixie. Like she's always bomb, dance. but Dixie likes like comedy though. But so Charlie it's almost, does too. Like yeah. she, she'll like she'll one up you. Like when you're trying to like do something, she'll like do it more. Like you're not gonna get me. Both of them, I think. All although- oh wait, sorry, this is so funny. My parents always honk at teenage boys when I'm in the car. <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. Sorry, I cut you off. We would do that though too. I would beep. Oh, no. This is what you do. If there's someone on the right side of the road, you beep and wave at the left side like someone was actually on the left side. And the person, like, goes to wave and they're, like, waving in the other direction. I always feel so That's bad. classic, dude. Everyone should so do that. That's them. such a That's good so one. That's so mean. I would totally wave at a car if they honked. But then they're not even waving And then they go me. up to wave and then they're like, oh, wait, oh, they're not so waving. They, they bring their hand down slowly in embarrassment. So, oh wait, this is Nikki. My parents try to brag to their friends using me when it's not even actually true. <laughs> Talk loud in restaurants. That was sea of Dixie. My most embarrassing thing is my mother ever did was tell boys I haven't had my first kiss yet. <gasps> that is, whew, these parents are bad but funny. All right, so basically all parents do is tell jokes that aren't funny but think they're funny. No, they're probably funny. You're probably. Just don't get them yet. When my mom's phone ringtone is loud in public, <laughs> I feel like I I know I've done that where I forget that the ringer's on. It's loud. That is like mortifying to a teenager. But then parents, I'm sure there's a parent situation where they think they're cool because they they first of all they figured out how to customize a ringtone, so that's <laughs> like basically it's like they split an atom. So they're really excited about that, and then it's some f- song that the kids don't know. Who who used to do that? John Romano, who's older than we are, used to have like some Frank Sinatra. His ringtone was like New York, New York. It was it would be loud, yeah. <laughs> All right, one more, Heidi. What do you have? <laughs> and say who it's from. Okay. Give a shout out. It, Issa, Issa, their mom takes pictures everywhere, mostly at restaurants, like we're tourists. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it too. That would be me. Yeah, that is you. I am. I'm that person. Sorry, kids. But now we have all these wonderful memories. You see? Those kids will appreciate it one day. They will. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So, new Dixie D'Amelio show. The early... Late, late night, night show, show, which airs on Sunday mornings at 10. 10 a.m. Pacific time, Pacific. 1 p.m. No, 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. East Coast time. Yes. For the people on the East Coast. I am so obsessed with this show. I love it. 
so this show happened and we've talked about it before, but this show happened kind of as a goof in our house in California. And we just had these two pink chairs that were sitting in our living room. Shout out to Tov. T-O-V. Shout out to Tov. For the chairs. For the chairs. I bet you they've sold a few of those chairs. I wonder. Yeah. They're really cool. They are. So it started off as a goof. And I think Dixie, what did, what did Dixie just talk about this the other day? Was it, it was on, on her, her show. show. Yeah. So we did the show in our house and it was cool. And she got great guests. And then they decided Dixie, I guess, talked with Tommy and Greg and they decided to make it into a, a crazy production, which is totally cool. Super impressed with the studio, the set everything about it and it's just been it's been awesome before it was like as we're calling it now season one which we didn't know it was season one at the time it was just kind of a thing that happened uh she uh, interviewed a lot of her friends who are also in social media and and some other bigger artists as well and but it was like there were no planned questions like she was like ah i don't know we're just going to hang out and like sit on the pink chairs and like chit chat and it and people loved it they really loved it cuz she's cuz she's tough like she was like kind of taking jabs at her cuz they were her friends so she would like ask them questions that would make them uncomfortable but it was and kind of funny it was in our living room which was connected to our kitchen which was right on the side of my of our office yeah. So, so there was always people walking by, which was made it funny too. And but. the dogs would just walk in, <laughs> but so there is. And I was a little bit concerned about if there's a point where you start to become too professional. Like why TikTok? And we talk about this often. Why TikTok? And why I think Charlie has been so good on TikTok and Dixie too is that there's just a level of authenticity. And I think now that, but I think. They've done a great job keeping it kind of fun and and cool, but picked up the professionalism mm-hmm. and, and the set is the gorgeous. set. But it's also homey. Like the, mm-hmm. the same chairs are there. The they use the same fabric and and created a dog bed for Callie. Yeah, Callie's, Callie's on there. Set. It's so cute. I think too. Um, Dixie's super proud of it because she was in on the creative and like. Her of thought of what the set wanted, she wanted the set to look like, and just the obviously worked with the team, but just to come up with like segments and stuff. So it's more like the format of a regular talk show, like nighttime talk show, and um, and she's and and on top of all that, she's having so much fun doing it, and she's and there's people that want to come on, like big bigger names, so it's kind of cool. Some of them are her friends, and some of them are. People she hasn't met yet, but they're like, you know, in in like entertainment business and have been for a while. And she had Haley Bieber, which mm-hmm. was really cool. I thought Haley came across great. She seemed. I wasn't. I I didn't see that that one. Um, Not in person. You mean in person? Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. She I was super sweet. You were there, right? Mm-hmm. So sweet. And who? I, Dave Portnoy, who I'm a big fan of. Um, he's been trying to get. Dixie on his podcast and we're good friends with Erica, who is the CEO of Barstool. And so 
Dixie and Charlie, Heidi and I have all been to to Barstool and Well, I have to say something about Dave Portnoy. Ooh, I was not Mom's viewpoint. I know. I was not a big fan of his because it's hard for me to I was. I always love the the pizza reviews and all that. And then all of a sudden he's like has a podcast talking about kid TikTokers drama and then my kids' names keep coming up. So as a mom, I was like Stop talking about my kids. Like, what are you doing? And um, so I was, like, annoyed by him. But then Dixie had him on the show, and he's actually really, really nice. And um, their episode came out really good. And I think he's just... I think it's not... Like, before I was like, this is kind of creepy. Like, why is he talking about these young kids, like, and their social media drama? And... after meeting him and I feel like he's just more intrigued by it. Like he's been growing his, his business for a long time and on social media and how it's just happened so quickly for them and how they're handling it. And it is, it's like high school in front of millions of eyes. So I think it was more of that, but that's not what I was get. That's not the read I was getting when I'm watching my kids' names being a topic of conversation on his podcast. So I was like annoyed, but after meeting him and hearing kind of, he's like, I think like a lot of people just like, what is happening? So he's, Really cool, nice guy, and he was super sweet with Dixie. So um, I'm not annoyed by Dave Portnoy anymore. Not that he cares, but just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a reason why guys like um, Gary V and Dave Portnoy are successful. Is like they, they, and it doesn't come over like they're trying to be like they're not like trying to do dances and mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to learn. They, they're they're interested, they see the next big thing, and they kind of get involved in it, but they don't try to take it over. I, I don't know. Yeah. I think they've both done... Well, something he said, and I don't know if he said this on, on her show, but uh, maybe on his podcast, I don't remember. So, you know, it was kind of like he got to introduce his audience to this whole TikTok thing, and then the younger generation got to meet him and... and, and you know, get introduced to him. And so it was really smart of him to do that because now both sides have, have grown and it's, it's interesting. I don't think, uh, you know, I think there's going to be people that don't like one side or the other. Cause they're like, who is this? What is this? Yeah, and that get, goes both ways. We get the flip side where, where the, where the true barstool fan is like gets mad at Dave and like, why are you bringing these TikTokers into it? And then the TikTokers are like, who are these old people? Why are they on here? But at the end, like they watch it that, you know, and that's the whole point is like, they're still watching. And it's good. I think everybody, as long as everybody's expanding their audience Mm -hmm. and having fun and ultimately like Dave, I like Dave because he is a throwback to when people weren't so politically mm-hmm. correct. And same with Gary V, where I'm just sick of people not saying what's on their mind. Mm-hmm. And and those guys say what's on their mind. And, and so far, like I, I kind of, unlike you, where I have a little bit more of a tolerance for people talking about us, even about our daughters. And you would think like I'd be one of those crazy dads who would be like, you can't talk about my daughter like that. Like, I think it's part of growth and a little bit of, of what Dave was, was, was saying about 
what people say about our kids, I think is is fine, and I think he he's a good guy. I did, I do get upset a little bit with his more than what he said about my kids, uh, more about Chase because I think I know Chase so is such a good young man, and I think in reality, if they met. Yeah, David love Chase. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, and he he kind of goofs on a little bit, and that's the only thing I, I don't like. It's almost mm-hmm. like he and, and dude Chase has got it together, man. The kid's a rock star. He marches to the beat of his own drummer. He's got incredible I, style, and I like how he hasn't like barked back. He just like keeps his eye on the prize and keeps doing his thing. So I think that's cool too. I just I like I you know it's not I, I hear what you're saying like. I get a little more flustered when people like talk about the kids. It's not just that. I know people are going to talk about them and have their opinions, good or bad. That's part of this, right? I get that. It's just when it's something that's a little more personal and it's like they get so like feel feeling just like sad about it. Like why I don't like why is this man like talking about but- my you know what I mean? But it's funny because like, they kind of came at her a little bit, and so and the whole thing with no, their their yeah, relationship being yeah. fake that wasn't like, really. You Dave. don't even like no, yeah. So that's the only thing when my kids get like feel because they them t- like they get it like they they know people are going to talk about them good and bad and they 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 get it. But it's just like when someone's relentless and like okay and this and this and this and this and they're like stop. But it's just so stop. funny how like we never coach Dixie on how to handle it and. You have this guy who's head of this huge media company trying, and she's not paying him the time. <laughs> she's not giving him the time of day. And everybody's like, dude, that's Dave Portnoy. She's like, and I love the fact that these kids really don't, like, they don't know who, like, they know who Oprah is. Well, she knew is, who he was from the pizza review. But they don't know the magnitude of, right. of the type of, like, this guy is now, Barstool is competing with ESPN. is probably yeah. bigger than any other sports media company yeah. and this guy is is the president and Erica's a CEO and they just go there like they have no idea what what they do mm-hmm. and that's great and that's why I think Dave was so <laughs> flew out here like Dave Portnoy flew out here he did the BFF podcast but he also basically flew out to be on Dixie's show and he had nothing but good things to say about Dixie's show was, so shout great. out shout out to great. Barstool and, and, uh, and Dave Portnoy um, and Erica Erica yeah I just love Erica's, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So what's cool about Charlie's partnership with Duncan is it, it kind of started off as she just liked Dunkin' Donuts. She and Dixie would go all the time and it's, funny being on the west coast we were looking for we're driving this morning and we're looking for a dunkin donuts and they're not all around like they are (laughs) in connecticut like connecticut every every other corner is a dunkin donuts kind of like similar to starbucks here but yeah yeah so i was like you want to just so she started to order it on her phone i'm like come on let's go to the one on hollywood boulevard so we went we got a parking space and we went in and there was a long line and it's funny because she doesn't have we order duncan she orders duncan to come to the house usually on a daily basis she you would think 
that she'd have this way of it getting delivered and she and she loves just going to this to the store so we went we stayed in line for a while and she wasn't like hey i'm charlie like it was just oh my gosh she would never never and we waited in line the security guard said okay you two are next and we went in there and as soon as oh cuz of covid like they had people yeah, going they had people in waiting. so there was a line out the door mm-hmm. in, almost on top Hollywood Boulevard so we waited for, we had nothing going on so we just hung out and it was fun and then so this young man came out and he recognized her and apparently he manages someone that's doing something musically with on the music side with Dixie and we had a great conversation he's like you mind if I take a picture and it was cool and then all of a sudden as a dad I'm sitting there (laughs) with my daughter and I see up on and I I don't know that I've been in a Duncan seeing her name in the Charlie remix on the on the board that's right you weren't at the shoot right and then so then we got up to make the order and I just had a regular small coffee with with milk and then charlie ordered her drink and she didn't say i'll have may I have the charlie she did she, she, does, would, she nev- would never do that never say that talk about that would be if you ordered the charlie like i want a charlie she would have been so embarrassed that would have been embarrassing to her <laughs> so then the woman who is taking her order goes oh my god and i thought she was like oh my god it's charlie and she's like Oh my God, to me, you guys, you and your wife were at Spartina, which is a restaurant off of Melrose in Hollywood yesterday. And she was our hostess. And I'm sitting here looking at this young lady saying, oh my God, this woman was just working at another restaurant all day yesterday. She was so sweet. And now she's working at Dunkin' Donuts. So shout out to everybody um, on Hollywood Boulevard at Dunkin' Donuts. And then they asked for a couple of pictures of Charlie. And she was great, but it was, it's so cool that when the business relationships become great partnerships and, you know, we just, and we're still consumers of the product, which mm-hmm. was, which was a lot of fun. And I think that's kind of all the relationships we've built so far with, with other brands, like, like Pure Vita, for example, you were on that shoot and that was closer to you, but yeah, I think that's why the girls, they learned very quickly that the things that they organically love, those partnerships work the best. And the, and that's why they're such good partners, because if it's, I mean, imagine trying to promote something that you're just not into, or you don't use, or you don't love, like, especially, I think, for kids, too. I think kids, teens, whatever... I guess just anybody, not kids only, they see right through it. And so they enjoy being good partners with companies that they're already into. It just makes it more real. And they don't feel like, I feel like people know them already. Like, I think they know them so well that Charlie would, you know, some random brand was like, hey, let's do this deal. People know, like, Charlie, they, like, feel like they know her. And because they put themselves out there so much, they're pretty pretty accurate. But for her to, like, promote something, it's out of left field, is, like, they would get a read on that. And it's not, like... She's not really into it. Why am I going to get... Yeah, I don't know. I just think it just works better when it's like real and and it just makes them want to promote it more. I mean, she's always got a Duncan. I never thought about it like this, but if you think about what I do in my career as being a sales rep, I mean, 
I don't know that I've ever sold a product that I didn't believe in. And if I, if that just worked out that way, or if it's something that is subconsciously, I would not do that. So like working with Mitchell and S, it was so easy, even though there's ebbs and flows of trend and because they make sports jerseys, but I always loved the product and the quality was there and I believed in it. Mm -hmm. And that made working with them that much easier. I I could never imagine selling products that I know are inferior or that I don't believe in. I don't, Mm -hmm. and I don't think you have to, I think you can be in sales and be a really great salesperson and being a really great salesperson doesn't mean selling something you, that is inferior. You don't believe in, I think you could do both. And Mm -hmm. I, and I never thought about till just now, like that they've seen me not only being working for certain companies, but the companies are, are, all really good and and i believe in them and And makes it easier and you're also and i feel like they they are very much this way they're very you guys all i consider myself as well very loyal like when you like something whether it's for business or just in general like you're all in you know and i'd say i'm probably the almost to a fault like that like i am like i will not if i like this i'm not gonna have that like i you know, I don't dabble. I'm just like what I like. But I think that's, um, I mean, it's great. And it's great for the for the companies because they really feel like they're going to get a lot out of them when they work with them. I think it's, I think loyalty and being competitive kind of goes hand in hand. Like you're, you're loyal. And then <laughs> because you're loyal and you're competitive, you fight for, for the thing it. you're, you're, you're loyal to. Mm-hmm. So for sure. Shout out to uh, Duncan. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay up to date with us on all of our socials. Mine is at Mark D'Amelio. And mine's at Heidi D'Amelio. Rate us, if yes. you don't mind. Give that us would an be honest rating. An honest rating. But if it's five stars, we're not going to be mad at it. Mark and Heidi, the other D'Amelios, comes to you from Ramble, a Cadence 13 studio. You can listen, rate, review, and follow all episodes available now for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Odyssey, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts.